You are listening to The Pause Podcast with me, Dr. Benji Epstein, a podcast where we will be giving ourselves the permission to pause. This will be a practical guide to live a life with courage, presence, and authenticity. Join us to reconnect with your most soulful and authentic self by pausing together. Welcome back to this next episode of Pause, the Pausecast. So blessed, humbled, and excited to be back. Today, we're going to we're going to talk about the flip side of acceptance, which is letting go. Right? Wonder what that brings up for you. Even as I say the words "letting go," like ah, oh. right? Preach. And in therapy, when I'm talking about it with my clients, I ask them to do this exercise and I encourage you to do it along with us here right now. Just clench your fists tightly for a few seconds, right? Really squeeze those fists tight and concentrate on that sensation. And this is really what the body and mind is doing when it's trying to protect or control or hold on to something that's quickly slipping out of our grasp. Keep squeezing. Just notice as you do if there's any discomfort. Notice if it's tiring. And also notice that when you're squeezing your hands, guess what you're not noticing? You're not noticing your breathing. You're not noticing the sounds around you. You're not really present to what's going on in the larger world. And then slowly I tell my clients and I'm telling you, just let go of that squeezing slowly, just, just starting to let go slowly, letting go, letting go of doing that intense squeezing. And as you're doing that, just letting be the actual experience of the moment. And then can you notice what's happening? Do you notice if there's a, a natural kind of balancing or awakening of energy in the hand, there's some flow ease or space and how your attention can naturally widen. And this exercise really begins to point to the gift of letting go. And so what was that like for you? Right? I asked my clients, what was that experience like for you? What did that bring up for you? And maybe what they share with me will resonate with what you just experienced. They talk about feelings of relief. They talk about feelings of relaxation and remember, when we let things be, when we accept them as they are, the most difficult choice we're going to be making is to allow that to happen, right? Because we, most people, are going to view this attitude of letting go. It connotes apathy. It connotes an attitude of indifference and even giving up. But we know that can't be further from the truth. Right? On the contrary, when we say letting go, just like its flip side, the acceptance, it's an active process. It is a radical acceptance that one must not only accept that things are as they are, but we must permit things to be as they are. Because when we do that, when we radically accept things as they are, then right, that's the curious paradox. 
then we can begin to change. Then we can truly be awake. Then we can experience freedom. So letting go isn't actually a doing practice. And this is where it gets interesting. And we're just going to double click down here. We don't do letting go. It's actually an act of undoing, of ceasing, of letting go of the contracting, of the releasing of the way that we're unconsciously tensing, a releasing of the ways that we're closed off. It's really uh, the ultimate expression of a Shabbos mindset, that Shabbos mode that we want to get into. And the day of, of being, of non-doing, of acceptance, of looking at life with a complete willingness to see things as they are deeply and truthfully, right? That's, that's Shabbos. Because the six days of the week, there is going to be that constant tension and movement of this world. And that creates a, an unspoken feeling. We talked about the movement of, of the punishment of Cain, the, the nav and nod, which connotes an attitude that something's not quite right. And that further promotes these feelings of instability. And so letting go is looked at, we could think of it as the opposite of clinging, of grasping, of striving. There's a certain way that we want things to be, and that way is something that we grasp to, we cling to it, even, even if it's just an idea and we get very fixated on that being the way it has to be to the exclusion of all others. And when we let go, when we give ourselves permission to let go, it reminds us that there's another way of being. It's actually possible to not get involved in all of the striving and the clinging and the grasping to what we want and then pushing away, obviously, what it is we don't want. Because for everyone who is on this planet, which means I'm speaking to you, it's inevitable. Inevitable means it's going to happen no matter what. Things are going to arise in our lives that are unpleasant. And it's going to be natural to want to push them away. And then there are other things that are going to arise and they'll be pleasant and it'll be natural that we're going to want to hold on to them for as long as we can, even after the time where it's already become apparent that we need to let go. And the best way that really encapsulates, that really speaks to this attitudinal quality, this mind state. When we say, when we're talking about letting go, what it really means is letting be, right? Be here now, 365 at twitter.com. It means <laughs> allowing things to be as they are and not get caught up in having them be in a way of opposition or different than what's already happening because they're already not going the way we want them to. So now it's about not forcing it. Force nothing. And simply, or perhaps not so simply, allowing things to be as they are. I can still remember where I was when I heard this, mashal, this story, mashal, uh, from Jack Cornfield about the art of letting go. 
And he describes how in India, they have this uh, particular way of trapping monkeys. And what they do is they take a coconut and they put, they cut a small hole in the coconut, put the hole in the coconut. And then they tie the coconut to the base of a tree. And inside that hole, they put a banana or some nuts inside. And the monkeys all come down from the trees. They smell the food. And the hole is crafted that the paw of the monkey fits perfectly inside when it goes into the hole of the coconut. And once you grasp whatever is inside, if you're holding on to that piece of fruit, the monkey's hand gets too big. So they can't get their hand out of the hole because the fist has gone, has grown too big. And in order to go free, what the monkey has to do is let go. It has to let go of that piece of fruit because otherwise the hand's too big. And monkeys, like some people I can think of, myself included, don't want to let go. And what ends up happening is that monkey gets trapped. So either you're going to let go, let things be, right? Or you're going to be trapped. You're going to get stuck, right? When you're caught by your own desires or storyline, your own attachments to things being a certain way, that's what keeps you trapped. And then in the letting go, ironically, of what you think you have or what you want to have, that's actually the doorway, the passageway, the key to freedom. And one of the things that I love most about this, mashal, it's a good one, no? It's a good teaching. I don't know if it's true, but uh, I don't know. I've never tried to catch a monkey. But I have gotten stuck. I have gotten stuck not wanting to let go. And what I love most about this, this story, and there's so much to love about it, is the monkey's not trapped behind bars. There's nothing physical that's keeping the monkey stuck. It was stuck by an idea of a wish, of a wanting for things to be different, of wanting to get what it couldn't have. And not even being able to fathom letting go, right? I can't let go of this because that would mean not getting exactly what I want when I want it. I want to have my banana and I want to eat it too. But if you want to be free, guess what you got to do? And this story, this muscle, it's such a good example of how when our grasping and our, our driven doing mode mindset and our desire to control every single experience can lead to some very unfavorable outcomes, most probably because we get stuck. We can't consider other possibilities. And it allows us to not be free. And just like in this parable of the monkey, we're holding on because we want to get something. And ironically, the more we want, the more we strive, the more we fear, the tighter that grip becomes. And so by letting go, by letting go of control, by letting go of the need to know, by letting go of telling ourselves that this is the story and there's no other way, letting be, letting go can become synonymous with letting be, letting life be as it is. That means we're going to be open to change and open ultimately to the lives we already have. And this is definitely something that can also come in the form of wanting to achieve or accomplish in the physical realm with your livelihood. Okay, you know, getting the next promotion, the corner office, 
right? Or in the spiritual realm. Now you want to be on this level. Then you're going to make gedolim cards about you. And then you'll have Surly Besser write your book, right? Here comes Art Scroll knocking down the door. And then there's this realization that you're not really on your way to somewhere else. You're not trying to get to the top of the mountain. Hey, Sham, my dear friend and teacher of Judah Michelle Shlita, he tells a story of a chassid who went to um, his rabbi for, for Shabbos. And he wasn't really feeling it. He was already planning when he got there to just, you know, book out right away. And the entire Shabbos, the Rebbe was not giving the chassid the general or the, the normal attention. And he wasn't, he wasn't really relating to him kindly. He was a little bit gruff with him. And the chassid was a little bit offended. And at the end of Shabbos, the, the chassid was ready to make his departure and the Rebbe called him in and uh, he says, you're leaving so soon? And he says, yeah, I have to get back. And he told him the story of how when HaKadosh Baruch Hu gives the Torah, he told Moshe to go up the mountain, ascend the mountain, Eleahar Ve'esham. So, okay, ascend the mountain and be there. I mean, where else is he supposed to be? And when he's saying to his chassid, what the Rebbe was saying to his chassid, when you ascend the mountain, Hashem's saying to him, I want you to be here. I don't want you to already be moving to the next step. I don't want you already to be planning what you're doing afterwards. I want you to really be here. To, to, to receive the Torah, to live a life of Torah, it means you have to live a life of presence. And hey, Sham, and the chassid heard it, and the chassid ended up staying for the rest of Shabbos and a few days afterwards. And that's all we want to do. It's not about getting to the top of the mountain. It's about being there. When we get to the top of the mountain, we won't know how to be there if every step of the way we haven't cultivated this ability to let go, to accept, right? What we have right here, right now is the aliveness and presence and loving. And that's it. This is it. And it's not a one-time practice. It's something we have to remind ourselves and each other over and over and over again. And this is a moment-by-moment practice because each time we catch ourselves holding on to something a little too tightly, grasping, then there's the possibility. There's the gentle reminder to let it go, to let it be. And we can use the breath. The breath is so instrumental to this practice in that it can remind us that every time, no matter what, we have to take in a new breath. We have to let go of the old breath in order to make space. Every moment has to, quotation marks, die for the new moment to be born. We need to create the space for this moment and the next and the next. Ratzova shove, receive and release, receive and then release, let it go. I think my entire therapy sessions sounded like a Disney musical after Frozen came out. Like people were like, did do you just quote a song to me? I'm like, no, 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 you just have to let it go. It just can't hold you back anymore. <laughs> right. Another one of my teachers and friends of Gedalia Fenster. Are we getting him on? Oh, he's on the list. He's having his people call our people. He says that giving up is surrendering without wisdom, but letting go. Acceptance is surrendering with wisdom. And he calls this bittle nullification where everything is oneness seeing a bigger picture in life i don't i don't see it so i have to surrender 
to this bigger picture. And that's scary, right? What is the connotation of the word surrender, of letting go, of letting go of everything you want to be to allow what actually is? And this is something that we're not doing once and then we're there. It's something that we're going to practice over and over and over again, moment by moment by moment. Every time you catch yourself clinging, remind yourself it's possible to let it go. I know that it's easy to think of our lives and the spiritual path as going somewhere, trying to get somewhere different. But counterintuitively, ironically, paradoxically, it's the path of learning to let go of whatever is keeping us from the presence that's right here and now. Let go of whatever is blocking us from whatever is stopping us from being fully open-hearted and willing to let go of any of the thoughts or the habits or the attitudes that are keeping us from inhabiting this precious life. The Ein Sof is present. The antithesis to that presence is movement. Let go of whatever's keeping us from inhabiting this moment. Here's a great quote from one of the masters. If you let go a little, you'll find a little peace. If you let go a lot, you'll find a lot of peace. And if you let go absolutely, you'll find absolute peace and tranquility. And the inquiry, the question we can pause with at any time and gently ask ourselves that can really serve as a guide for this. And shout out to the client who introduced this to me. What is between my life? What is coming between me and presence? Ask yourself, what is coming between me and open-heartedness right at or in this moment? What's getting in the way? And this is a taste of the gift of letting go. And something we could do right now is just pause here. Pause here and scan our day so far. And if it helps, you can close your eyes. And just consider today and how your day has unfolded thus far. See what's coming up for you if you look back on the hours of today, and even if you've only been awake for a few minutes, because yes, this is definitely the first thing you should be doing in the morning, after obviously all the other things you should be doing. And just notice over the course of your day how much time was spent simply resting in presence. How much, if any, of your day was spent resting in presence. And what I mean by that is just allowing life to be just as it is, allowing, opening, pausing, feeling the breath as it is, or listening to the sounds of the birds, or really listening intently to another person, taking them in, just watching a child, or in honor of today, tasting a piece of fruit, Articulating the words of a bracha. Just really feeling the life of the moment. 
How much of your day was spent resting in presence? And in contrast to that notice, how much of your day were you in that trance of doing, of trying to control everything that came your way, of being focused solely on getting the outcome that you wanted, of you just getting through your day always on your way to the next thing. And here's our commitment. How many of you are listening to this podcast at a speed other than one? And I am guilty of this. I am guilty of this. And it hit me like a ton of bricks. What are we rushing through to get to? Always on the way to the next thing. And we only have 24 hours in a day. How much allowing, opening, letting go was going on in your day? And one of the things that my teachers have sensitized me to and it's a specific way of being or doing mind state that it pulls us away from presence. And this is something that's painful to speak about because it hits so close to home. And it's the idea that not only life should be different, but I should be different and you should be different. And I should not have X, Y, or Z. I should be making more money. I should not have anxiety. I should not make mistakes. I should be doing more. You should not behave in ways that X, Y, or Z, etc. One of my clients just told me that he, he noticed that he'd been clenching his jaw the entire session. And he said, oh, I'm so annoyed at myself. I should have noticed this earlier. And I just looked at him and I said, what might a more accepting approach look like? And he knows like, you know, to recognize like, oh, I just have been holding this tension and now I let it go, you know? And think about how we might be parenting our kids or how you were parented, right? This is the way we do it. You should be a certain way. Or when you're older, this is the work that I want you to be doing, or this is the partner of whom I approve of, and how involved are we? And are we doing it in a way that connotes respect and allowing, or are we doing it in a way of controlling? And it's a fine line, right? The shidduch crisis. How much involvement? Is there over-involvement? Is there not enough involvement? Who knows? And it all boils down to this, regardless of how right we think we are, and often we tend to think that we are the only ones who are the arbiters of truth, or that something should be different than it is. Essentially, if we're going to engage in a struggle, in an argument with the reality of the moment, then we are at a state of war with how life actually is, and we're becoming adversarial to the life we're living. And I want to make this really clear. If we want something that feels unhealthy to change, that's awesome. There's a lot of suffering in the world and there's a lot of work that we, we're doing it right now, that we could do to be the change. But wanting something that feels unhealthy to change is different from thinking that it should change and that there's something basically wrong and it's not okay. Right? We're waiting. We're patiently waiting 
for something better, for something that that's transformative. And that change that we long for ourselves and others in the world, that's not coming from a place of negativity, from a place of judgment or opposition from hates or, or from shooting, right? Let's say this really clearly because sometimes the articulation gets lost. When we should on others, we get angry. And when we should on ourselves, we feel guilty. And this is why most resolutions end up failing. Because the start of that resolution was from a place of opposition and hate and rejection rather than love and acceptance. No, Benji, if I don't chastise myself, I'll never grow. Like, really? That's what we need in order to grow? We need to put ourselves down? We need to tell ourselves how unworthy we are. And then once we do lose that weight, we'll be worthy. Once we do get that promotion, we will be worthy. For real change to occur, it has to arise out of presence, caring. When we let go of all the simsum, all the contractions and the judgments and all that rejection that's just removing us from presence. It doesn't mean that we're not acting to improve our circumstances and we're giving up. Letting go doesn't mean giving up. It just means we're dropping all of the negativity and the opposition and the aversion to what's here. It's here right now. It's here right now. Can we be with it? And uh, this is a poem called Let It Go. Let go of the ways you thought life would unfold, the holding of plans or dreams or expectations. Let it all go. Save your strength to swim with the tide. The choice to fight what is here before you now will only result in struggle, fear, and desperate attempts to flee from the very energy you long for. Let go. Let it all go and flow with the grace that washes through your days, whether you receive it gently or with all your quills raised to defend against invaders. Take this on faith. The mind may never find the explanations that it seeks, but you will move forward nonetheless. Let go, and the wave's crest will carry you to unknown shores beyond your wildest dreams or destinations. Let it all go and find the place of rest and peace and certain transformation. Wow. Transformation. That's the goal, along with soul. So we're going to finish off today, and I want to just leave you with a practice uh, from my teachers. And this is a life, this is a lifelong practice, like everything. It's your life practice. And the good news is that every time that you pause and ask the question that we started with, what's getting between me and living with presence? What's getting in the way of me and sitting with my kid and playing that game? What's getting in the way of me picking up the phone and calling that loved one? What is between me and open-heartedness right in this moment? And this is the way that we're waking up and letting go of the thoughts that insert whatever it is should be, has to be different. And just opening into the reality 
the reality of reality itself, open into the reality, but with an attitude of kindness, and tenderness. And when we do that, when we do that together, we're going to discover the openness, the tenderness, the wide open spaces of our own presence. Again, back to the simple yet necessary reminders. If it's happening, it's necessary. If it's happening, it's necessary. Right? In the choice to let go of your known way of being, the whole world is revealed to your new eyes. Letting go of your known way of being in order to see the whole world. So let's pause together one last time closing our eyes with a very brief practice of letting go. Just taking a few full deep breaths, collecting yourself. Gently scanning your body and just sense, is there any holding on or clenching that's just become so habitual? I know for me, right to the shoulders, that's the area it is for most of us. And let this, there be a soft awareness around it. Let it naturally dissolve or just even let go a little bit. Is there any holding or clenching in the jaw, the back of the head, the neck, the chest, letting go? Notice when we bring our gentle and compassionate awareness to these areas, how they almost naturally dissolve, that clenching naturally dissolves just by noticing it and holding it. And scanning your mind and notice that there's any thoughts that you've been ruminating on that sort of keep repeating themselves and that have you tight in their grip. The thoughts that you keep getting lost in Can you allow those to naturally dissolve or even let go just a bit? Let go, let go, let go, let go. Just let be now into the changing flow. Ah, surrender to the flow. Can you notice what happens when you let life be just as it is and just being with this changing flow of life just as it is?
see how deep and loving that yes can be to reality. Yes, this too. That surrendering of anything that's blocking and then that letting go into the possibility, the world, the life that's here, the love that's here, the awareness that's here that can only be here, the breath that's here, the body that's here, the soul that's here, the presence that can only be here. And as you deepen this practice, perhaps you can sense in the background a stillness, a silence, that formless, loving awareness that's your true home. Take some time to rest in that presence. And simply allow yourself to take some full breaths so that as you open your eyes, you sense the space that you're in, sense this body, this soul, and this aliveness that you can carry. You can carry that experience of inner freedom with you throughout this moment and the next and the next. So thank you. Thank you for pausing with me and for your attention and your presence. Let's pause again together real soon. The goal is soul. Baruch Adonai Leolam. Amen Amen. Thank you for listening to this podcast. And of course, to see more content from Pause, you can sign up for our WhatsApp status. Hit the link in the description where we post content every day throughout the day. Content from Dr. Epstein and others. Thank you for listening.